Welcome to Tiny Table 3, everybody. If you haven't heard us before, you know that we are a little bit loose with language. We are never mean and we never attack people. But if you have the little ones in the room, you may want to have them exit before you hit the... Get them the... (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, because we do say... Occasionally, yeah. So um, this is your one and only warning. Here we go. Three, two, one. Anal s***. I don't know. That stays. Okay. <laughs> Welcome back to Tiny Table 3, everybody. This is a small stack. We are TT3 OG this week. We have oh, the original geez. crew. I can't believe we were able to get Cloud back in. I'm not that surprised if Milo's here, but um, I'm always here. <laughs> of course, this is a small stack. So uh, we have Cloud City. Yo. Oh my gosh. I miss right. you guys. We miss you too. And we have... And me, I'm always here. Milo. I mean, I'm pretty much... Yeah, I'm here all the time. Milito's Puente. I don't... Do you know what I've noticed is I'm here so much, it's like I don't have anything else that I had to do. (laughs) Yeah, that's my ghostwriter name. Stay tuned for the rest of it. So this this week... My new book coming out, How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days. (laughs) We're doing doing our podcast this week uh, based on the theme of The Unexpected. So our Naked Wrestling... Uh, segment will be focusing on those nerd universe moments where you just didn't see it coming, and uh, we Jane, have your up your moments. <laughs> what the hell just <laughs> happened there? <laughs> so, if you could think of those moments when you're watching a film, reading a book, reading a comic book, take, checking out your favorite TV series, and you couldn't believe it just happened. Listen on. And then we go ahead and we're actually taking a look at some podcasts. Um, we are in a podcast. So we don't do a lot of podcast review. I'm a fan. But I admit I'm, <laughs> not, I'm not. I don't listen oh, to that's many. that's a good one. That's I've good listened one. to ours, as much, but I've never listened to really any other <laughs> But we're, we're going to take a look at uh, Aaron Makey, who is the oh, mastermind yourself. behind Lore, um, did release this past week uh, Cabinets of Curiosities, a shortened version of his... Um, particular genre and and i got scared it's pretty damn scary this whole episode is scary uh and probably our scariest uh segment is mediocre advice for a decent human being Ooh. we've missed the segment and we don't do it when cloud's not here and she is back so we are looking at advice for you nerds out there and this week we are looking at what happens when the person that you know and love becomes someone that you don't know a monster or love I think Anymore. we should still do the same. I think we should still do the same when Cloud's not here, but we'll just call it terrible advice from a garbage human. And then I can do it. And it'd be not false advertising because I literally. And everyone else that is part of this podcast. You'd all be codependent monsters and it'll be terrible. Yeah. And you'll blame everyone else for your problems. So, hey. Okay. You can do that one. Thank you for joining us inside, David. Are you guys ready to do this? Yeah. Let's let's do this and follow us on all the things. Yes, yes. Follow us at tinytable3.com. Check us out on Twitter at tinytable underscore three. three. Yeah, wow. (laughs) Also, I love you. At Instagram at tinytable3. We still are posting at tinytable. And I'm at nighttrain465 on Instagram, which is the only thing I'm really active on. And I'll tell you that I've gotten a lot. I've gotten like a lot of followers in the recent days. So I don't know what's happening. I'm blowing up. I'm going to be I'm going to be gram famous. I'm going to just post dick pics. I'm going to be posting. I'm going to be posting hashtag I'm gonna, yeah. <laughs> hey, I'm going to be like hashtag ad and it's going to be teeth whitening next to my dick pic. So there you go. <laughs> oh, I'm definitely keeping that one in the back. Okay. Let's 
let's get started. Uh, yeah, with this shit. Let's do this shit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Go gargle. Ball. My balls. <laughs> IBS girl. I try to make sure I sometimes I have to like go so like I so sometimes I teach when I teach yoga I have to make sure that I go and get a coffee not because I want a coffee but because I gotta go shit in the Starbucks bathroom. Coffee does make you shit. No, no 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 not because not because I need to shit and I need to drink coffee it's because I need to go shit and I need a bathroom to use that's not at the yoga studio so that people don't hear me because all bathrooms in yoga studios are right in the studio. That's true, yeah. Yeah. So, I'm so glad I, I hit record. Oh, shit, you dick. <laughs> well, you know, I... You dick. My superhero is Passive Aggressive Man. So. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I, I, I so, could have named that for negator- you, actually. Yeah. Negatorio. <laughs> <laughs> my negativity is Passive Aggressive, though. Gloomito. Glumido. That was racist. That was a little racist, <laughs> but I liked it. How is that racist? Because you had a very it was Mexican overtone. Tito Puentes. <laughs> Glumido <laughs> Puentes. It's pretty good. Oh, it, I'm so white. I don't even understand how it was racist. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't even, I don't even get it. I don't get it. Um, okay, so are uh, you guys ready just to uh, jump in? Let's do it. Sure. Glumido Puentes. Good. <laughs> Glumido Puentes is uh, calling in for duty. <laughs> wow. I, I do believe you guys are being racist right now. We're Mexican. We're Mexican. We can say those <laughs> Naked! I don't really want to keep going. <laughs> that was good. Man. I, I do I was, want to keep going, but I only slept like two hours last night. So I was like, doing this thing where I was taking <sighs> my like like my earphones on and off and just going, ooh. That's <laughs> like happy World Cup, everybody. Go! <laughs> oh, which, by the way, that's going to be a big weekend. This weekend's going to be big. Oh, yeah. no, well, no doubt. I mean, I can get, I, could I get a job doing an announcer with yeah, that? you should go that? for just it. Just but a, now you've just you got to learn, learn Spanish. Spanish. <laughs> Actually, you could probably do it. The white people aren't as good. You yeah, could probably, they're so boring. You, you could go, probably you go, go do it. I, you know, I had this idea that like that's the audition. You, you walk to... in and they just hold up like a big cue card. It says goal in caps. Dude, you, <laughs> okay, you're like, watching this. it. Watching it in English is just like a sneeze. It, it, it really is. Yeah. I will and say And this though, weekend, it's what it's got. We have what England and uh, Belgium <laughs> tomorrow, and then uh, that's for Croatia, the second place. Yeah, and then yeah, Croatia and France. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Which uh, I think it's going to be France. I think, I think it Croatia. is too, but I'm, I'm I'm going for Croatia though. I, I think, think it's they've be been Croatia. underestimated. I think they've got a better team. Um, although um, I think the French, French, French are going to go be like, European I'm going to have team. a sandwich. I don't know. The Croatians were playing kind of dirty at the beginning of that English Croatia team uh, match. No, I don't care. Just saying. I want to see someone get hurt. I mean, it wasn't like Neymar style, but it was still <laughs> pretty like. You guys, were, have you been seeing the some memes questionable with, calls. The, with that stuff? With the, the flopping man with yeah. Neymar, the, the rolling. My across. favorite one is it's a tables, uh, table soccer thing and all the guys <laughs> oh, are on, they're the on the floor. That was, that <laughs> that was, was really good. fun. So brilliant. So good. Okay, so um, welcome back to Tiny Table 3, everybody. Uh, we have the the original crew in the house. Oh, so yeah. Great. I'm so happy that I've never stopped again. drinking, though, so that's the, that's the good thing. <laughs> We're going to jump right into the first segment of our three-segment show, which, of course, is Naked Wrestling, the nerd argument, uncomfortable conversations you have with your nerd friends. Uh, today, <laughs> Such and- as my IBS. <laughs> 
Yeah, we're all a little bit uncomfortable about that. Uh, just wait. Yeah, yeah. Don't even tell us. We'll just figure it out. We're like, oh, oh, you will. Oh my god, you all will. Oh my god. All right. Okay, so uh, the theme for today's show uh, throughout is going to be the unexpected. So when things happen and you're like, man, I did not see that coming. Such as Margaritaville. <laughs> Which is what I, I call the fear. Story. <laughs> it's what I call the fear. Claudia just has a bunch of stories of when she had to take a massive shit somewhere and it wasn't convenient. I, not only was and it you not call, convenient. And you, and you, and you call it Margaritaville? Well, because it happened she at was, Jimmy Buffett's Margaritaville oh, in Vegas. A, oh, that's awesome. Do you guys know that that thing is fucking three floors and you have to like go yeah. through everything in order to find the back like bathroom on one of the levels? And it's like a fucking Mario <laughs> level to find you a fucking You gotta go through like bathroom. big green pipes, you know, yeah, dude, down through the, the underwater section. And sometimes you get stuck in certain ones. And then when you finally arrive at your destination, there is a fucking line yeah, it's and a woman's bathroom wait. in a public Dude, place i, I mean, there's finally always a line. Went, i finally just went um excuse me i'm gonna shit myself <laughs> if you don't let me through. like it was real embarrassing uh, that's okay anyways <laughs> you'll probably see the sweat coming off your forehead wow, that, that was an unexpected little uh sidebar oh you're welcome not really everybody. unexpected if you no, know, not really. you know no, cloud well no, enough not really it's always a shit story at some point <laughs> uh but uh we're gonna be um looking at um you know, the things that kind of really do surprise you. And I mean, there's a couple of ways of going this. Sometimes, you know, it can be just a surprising moment or it could be a really disappointing moment. Like you really expected this to be a really solid, you know, um, story. If you're watching a uh, TV series, film or reading a comic book or book and you're like, wow, this really sucks. Um, I don't know. I mean, I, I, I had some trouble coming up with my favorites for this one. You know, there are some classics. I'm not a big M. Night Shyamalan guy. Because I think his uh, his uh, shockers are just so completely um, unconnected with the rest of his stories. Yeah. Um, but but obviously, you know, the classic Sixth Sense and fuck you guys. Um, oh. It's not a spoiler anymore, but Bruce Willis is dead. Just, that is seriously, the that one <laughs> seriously it, was like, that one was amazing. It was. And it well, was well actually, done. Actually, he did a good it job well in done. Unbreakable with that too. Where it turns out that the guy that you think is... I didn't finish seeing it. Well, Unbreakable like, eh. basically... He's kind of you're sympathetic towards what is the ends up being the bad guy kind of right. Yeah, yeah. but but six cents is like doing, actually doing, they're doing, making doing. another I mean, uh, that unbreakable was a, that was a boner sound, movie but. that was tied with that other movie that he did uh-huh. split or something. They're making like a new movie where Samuel Jackson, Bruce Willis, and James McAvoy are all in it. Oh wow! Um, I've seen posters and stuff for it, but I haven't seen really anything else for it. I, I mean, I, I, and this one's old enough for it. Well, I don't want to say it because it'll, I'll just keep it as one of my secondaries because you, you might you guys might choose this one. But um, you, anybody want to jump in on this one? As far as uh, well, you want to go? The most You're unexpected. not here enough, so go ahead. Uh, go last. Well, I was thinking it wasn't really like. I don't know if it's I don't know if it fits on the right one. It actually has been so long since I've read it that like if anybody wants to like slap me across the face and correct me if like I remember this story wrong. But in the book Ender's Game, um, (sighs) when he finds out. uh, So spoiler alert. Fast forward. If you are ever wanting to read through the book Ender's Game or have. I saw the movie movie and kind of ruined it. Great book. The book's so good. Yeah. Good in the, the author is, is a completely miserable piece of shit asshole, but it's a good book. <laughs> and and I couldn't even get through half of like the second book, like because I didn't give a shit. But uh, but the first, but Ender's Game Ender's itself Shadow, is amazing. Yeah. But um, but 
when he is playing the video games, thinking that he's doing training mm-hmm. in order to, you know, save his like people or whatever. So he's commanding in a very unconnected way to all of his like colleagues and stuff on how to like destroy this enemy and then at the end is told oh you did pass the test but there wasn't really a test you actually just sent all of these like these people you think were just in the game and and died no they're dead like i was like fuck but that was the only way to make him do it without any shred of emotion and that was how he was the only way he was a smart leader yeah yep yeah that was a great great moment that was that's my favorite one. Where all the training, he's th- he thinks he's training. You know, he's playing he like a video he's game, training, you know, and, and he's killed everybody. He's killing everybody. That's, yeah. uh, that's a good one. Yeah, thanks. I won. Okay. Um, what was yours? No, mine, that's, that's pretty solid. Mine yeah. goes back to. Can wait with I mean, uh, I want to make a comment on uh, Clouds real quick, though, because I guess um, it didn't end her the segment. <laughs> I'm that here all week. Pretty, that was pretty that was good. That's really good. good. No, but um, but on top of that, the. The, the way that book ends, and it's kind of like, I mean, the way Starship um, Troopers does this also is that... Um, <laughs> Starship Troopers. No, really. I mean, that's a brilliant movie. It's like a, it's I mean, like no, a it's 1950s a propaganda. I love Starship pra- Troopers. Pra- pra- propaganda? Propagandi. Propagandi. <laughs> uh, propaganda film. Uh, but it's... The end of, of, of Ender's Game, you actually feel sympathetic for the, the aliens. You, you actually feel like, you yeah. know, we've come here and we've... It was weird when that line popped yeah. up at the end, though. It was like, would you like to know more? Right. That's Starship Troopers reference. Right? Anybody seen it in the last a, 10 it's years? It's great. It's so I haven't good. seen it in so long, and now they came up with the second one, and I think it did garbage. Uh, Starship Troopers has like five movies. It does, no, and, did... and they're all garbage except for the first oh. one. The first and the first one, one is arguably thought... garbage, but it's 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 After got... the but third one, garbage. they brought back... Uh, what was his name? Vanderbeek? No. That's Vanderbeek. That's Dawson. Uh, he was in con man with uh they made a reference to him no uh there's a part where uh alan tudyk in con man the show is talking to a bartender and he's all like you're the guy from starship troopers and then he slaps him and he goes no i'm not and then it was him though yeah yeah yeah. i forgot that guy yeah but yeah i forget his name but he's go watch con man and then you'll know it's on sci-fi okay also very good uh do you want me to go next or you want to go i i thought you went no, I didn't go yet. No, he you was said... just saying that was just like a... No, that's just a clock. I'm oh, not going to well, pick something I'll, so I'll obvious. Mine's quick. Uh, mine's quick. So <laughs> I don't pick things that have to do with books or... I am your father. Books or movies based on books because I feel that if you read it before you went to go see it, it's not as shocking. And a lot of the times people spoil it for me, so I'm not really shocked when I see these things. Um, I will mention that the first time I ever got really like attached to a video game and they did a really good job with the writing mm. on like uh uh switching around is star wars knights of the old republic the first oh, one yeah. when it turns out that you're playing the character who's chasing darth malik and what darth revan did and they tell you revan's dead the whole time and spoiler alert this movie this game's like 20 years it, old at this yeah point. If, if you're um, if you're pissed at this you, but it's <laughs> your problem man uh, this is, by the way this naked wrestling is all about spoilers so uh the, the guy you're playing ends up being Darth Revan, yep. but he got his memory wiped and he's relearning, and then you get to choose whether you want to be light side or dark side. Yeah. But they actually did when the game came out, I remember being like, Well, this is fucking awesome. Like, this is good writing. And then they did it again in Mass Effect when people die on you and stuff, and you're like, what the fuck? This is crazy. So I think, and Bioware's company did it both of them, so it makes sense. But I think that was the first time that was like, Oh, I really love role playing games. So that's why I think that 
sticks with me as That's pretty cool. a good uh, twist because it was twist. It was actually Nipple it twist. wasn't even that close to the end of the game. It was just a twist enough that now the rest of the game Nipple shifted twist. on how you like talk to people and things like that. So yeah, no, I mean it really has that. Um, it's kind of like the surprise of like who you are. Like you, you don't know you you don't know really who you're playing, and then the reveal is so like what it's it's so good yeah and you get and the reveal comes from darth malik when you're fighting him the first time yeah so it's, it's cool. kind of like an interesting like uh 360 kind of a thing and then uh and the second one the second knights of the old republic did a pretty interesting job i think they had a little bit more uh it was less shock and awe but it was a little bit weird on the twist too but uh, the first one i think did the original like being Darth Revan was kind of a big deal. Claudia's over there fighting a, <laughs> fighting a with gnats right now. It's a gnat. Yeah, the, the the heat and humidity isn't helping very much. Trying uh, to drink my beer. But yeah, that would be mine. <laughs> That's a good one. That's a really solid one. That was really good too. Um, yeah, I'm gonna go with two because I'm gonna try to cheat. I haven't won in a while, so I'm gonna work on this one. Um, mm-hmm. um, you lose. Oh, I'm just doing preemptive. Sorry. You know, I'm gonna throw out two. Um, <laughs> And the first one, I mean, you guys probably won't care for because uh, it's a book reference, but um, it's a it's a film one too. But it only really works in the book. Uh, I we're we're, we're going to be talking later on about um, Aaron Mackey's uh, oddities and or uh, cabinet of cabinet of curiosities. So we 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 scared the crap out of Cloud earlier. Dude, already. I'm so fucking mad, guys. We'll talk about it in a bit. <laughs> but but one of the scariest books I've ever read uh, is uh, Stephen King's Pet Cemetery. Oh, uh... I've actually never watched the movie or read the book. The book is so good, and, and it's fucking reason, scary as hell. It's only, so scary. The reason I don't is because I know it'll scare me. So you haven't read? You've, you've I read, only get like three hours of sleep as it is, dude. You want to limit me to like one? <laughs> you had, so you've read the book? I no, I've never read the book. And oh, okay, I never. Um, books actually, when they're horror books, tend to do more damage to me because they're very descriptive. No, in Pet Cemetery is really, really messed up. You know the basic idea. It's this. Well, you, they bury him in an Indian burial ground, right? Yeah, it's like this guy finds this location behind, you know, the backwoods behind this deadfall, and it's like inaccessible, and it's this ancient uh, Indian burial say, ground. I should say Native American burial ground, I yes. guess. That's the politically correct. Yes. And they, when you bury things there, they come back, but they're not quite right when they come back. Yeah. Ugh. And, uh, and I just, I mean, like, Ugh. I love, like, I actually really like horror as much as I'm don't I like hate horror. I don't like, I don't like what it does to me, but I like horror because does it tickle your balls? Well, <laughs> well, there, there, there's something about the. I mean, obviously, when we're talking about, we're going to get in this when we talk about uh, the the podcast. Is that you know dealing with ghosts and death and the idea of immortality <laughs> and uh, and pet 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 plays with this idea that you can get your loved ones back. I mean, in, in the, in the book, and I think in the film also, um, the book comes out in 1983. They, they make the film in 89. And I think it's, um, Oh God, it's, uh, it's Herman Munster that plays, um, the character in the movie, I believe. Oh, really? I think so. I have to look that back up. I never saw the movie. I just read the book. I uh, didn't see. I mean, I I know he was in it. the character. I just I can't. I, I don't think he called. plays the main character. But I think he I plays don't a watch. Or something like I that. saw the only one scene. Stephen King I've ever seen is it, and I'd like no thank you ever again. I've, but, I've only seen one scene in Rosemary's Baby, and so I don't want to watch the whole movie of that. So I doubt Pet Pet Cemetery I've heard is actually really really scary. <laughs> yeah, in the in the book, so, the, the gist of it is that the you know the the cat gets killed and uh, and. 
you know, the dad doesn't want the child to be disappointed, so they, he, you know, goes and buries it. And the cat comes back, and the cat ain't quite right. And then um, their their young child gets gets hit by a car, and <gasps> and uh, bury the child. He buries the kid. Fuck! Yeah. I hate this already. And the kid ain't quite right. And the 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 great thing about the book, and we talk about those moments where you're like, "What the I fuck?" Hate, I already I don't I like hate, the description. I hate stacks tonight. Dude. The, I don't like the description. Of that. Well, the last line, um, and here's this, and it's never really clarified the in the twist. book. Is that and because the, the the main character is kind of lost at it, but at the end, he's like he's sort of babbling on about it's all about how quickly you get them in the ground. You, you know, the, yeah, I messed it up before because I waited too long to get them buried, and in the end, it's. The suggestion is that he's he's murdered his wife, and and put her in the ground. And the last line uh, is um, basically you you hear someone come in the door and sit down at the table. And the last line it just says, "Darling, it, it said it's not she said it's it said." And that's the line of the book, and they just Ugh. drop it. It's, per, it's just a really just a great moment, great last line for a novel. That's disgusting. I feel sick. Well, I'm just fucking... You win, dude. Yeah, I don't want to hear any more of this you shit. You did. You would. Yeah. If there's a second one and it's horror, we don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it anymore. Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> I think is trying to scare me. Dude, today. I don't... Look, here's the thing, all right? So... Serial, you win because I want to vomit from your twist, killers, <laughs> Serial killers kind of freak me out because it's a real thing, right? Oh, no, but yeah. It, but it's but also... But true crime's very interesting. But, but it's also like, okay... To be that extravagant of a serial killer, like a lot of the times, you're not going to know what is going to happen, and it's normally not that elaborate. You're scaring me because we're in like a creepy location. But I will say that anything that's supernatural, (laughs) anything can happen. Creepy. It's not that creepy. Fun Studios Uh, is not creepy. Anything that's supernatural, where things are coming back to life and things like that, I don't like supernatural. Supernatural is the thing that bugs me more than actual like closer to real life things because it's like i can't stand it's like how do you fight that shit like that doesn't like the wife coming back how can you kill her again like i don't know the answers to these things like if yeah it's like but the the suggestion is that you it's like what what is she now like what is it it, you know it's like what is powering the life force there because it's not the wife anymore See, there's some that, it's she's something else and, the, and it's kind of like the thing when at the end of the movie it's like <laughs> you don't know here, I can tell. and then like uh, what was the other like Ugh. Halloween where did you, Michael Myers is not on the floor anymore? Like that kind of shit is like, you know. And then I saw like uh, the Conjuring, the, con- movies. the Conjuring. Nope, and then nope. we don't really want to talk about it. Uh, never seen it. Don't want to talk about it. Have you ever seen? I only saw like two seconds of the Baba Duke, and I was like, no, nope, I'm not gonna nope, do nope. that. We don't. Oh, that's talk about really good. Stuff. That's really good. Uh, and so. I hate horror movies. They like, can go fuck I, themselves. Let me let me do a quick palate cleanser for this one. Oh my god! But but, but if you want to read a really scary novel, Pet Cemetery is just really really great. Yeah. Well, great. I have a library um, card now, so I'm like, this was just uh, one I'll throw out there because it, it is the classic uh, surprise twist at the end. Is is uh, the Usual Suspects? I've never seen it actually. Oh, you're kidding! It's 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 a Brian it's, uh, Singer Woody Harrelson, film. right? No, no, that's no. Uh, it's uh, Gabriel Byrne. Everyone's I've never in it. Seen it's it. um. Benicio del Toro, Stephen Baldwin, um, uh, Kevin hmm. Pollock. Um, <laughs> it's Toro, natural born killer. Oh, and uh, Kev- Kevin about. Spacey. But again, if you well, Kevin Spacey is scary on his own. I can't. Well, I'm not going to ruin it for you. It's so good. Does uh, he touch a little boy? Because that's what he does. No, but it's it's one of these uh, film. It's a gangster film, but it's based on this idea that there's the ultimate like gangster. Um, 
which is does the, the line that runs through it is that the the greatest trick the devil ever played is that he's convinced the world that he doesn't exist, and and, and it's all about this guy Kaiser Sose. It's like this this guy that like is the nightmare of all of everybody, all the bad guys, and if he's coming for you, you're gonna die. But he doesn't exist. But you don't know who he is, and the the movie it just plays out, and no one knows who the fuck this guy is, but he's coming for you, and everyone in the film slowly starts getting taken out but you don't know who it is but the the surprise at the end like i i can't even say it i'm shocked you guys haven't seen it nope we'll have to watch it and then it's it's a great it's not scary film. though it's right? not scary i think at you all, already no. won with the pet cemetery no, so, I'm, yeah. I'm taking that win i'm not giving that you one back can, uh, yeah you can, you can just... go fuck yourself <laughs> <laughs> i'm so scared right now well that's perfect because we're gonna move into fuck, segment no, number two no. <laughs> um this previous week um Aaron Mankey released a new podcast um, using the, um, the Stuff You Should Know uh, Network. It's just one of my favorites. They, they, they produce a lot of different podcasts, including um, Stuff that You Should silent. Know, Stuff You Didn't Learn in History Class, one of my favorites, uh, with Holly Fry, who also does uh, the Drawn podcast. But um, famously, um, Aaron Mankey does a podca- podcast called Lore. And lore is a is 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 Cloud's worst nightmare. It, it is nothing but freaking scare. This is. Uh, let me just shoot you through this just to make Cloud really hate me. Just don't be alone on a snowy night, dude. I'm never <laughs> gonna be alone again. No, um, Mangy does. Um, he he usually runs a theme. I, I was listening. Coming, well, he started this in 2015. Um, and lore has become a phenomenon. It, that that shows about half hour, 45 minutes long. It's it's a long. Yeah. show i was driving and listening to lore and it was about um there was a fucking billboard of it when i was driving to, when i used to work in culver city they had a billboard for it and it was like a a, a pop-up lore pop-up thing and then our uh ryan and jackie took a photo at the like pop-up thing and oh they yeah were, like, they went to it so it was a, i i know that it's like a big thing well, i've never has, listened to it he has he has a um it's a series on amazon now yeah that's what i saw which is the billboard which isn't very good book. Uh, and he has uh, a couple books out now, yeah. which um, I'm I'm actually I haven't checked them out yet, but I'm I'm definitely going to. But it's like uh, driving in. Uh, he he did, and I, I've heard some of these stories before. He did like this woman. Um, I forgot her name. Bryn Hild. I think it's uh, Bryn Hilda, who was a Scandinavian woman who essentially had she had murdered like like forty people before she was done. You know, she was like just killing every. She on this killing spree just poisoning people you know just over and over again and this is the show i mean he just he picks up these these moments out of history and then but he runs like themes so he'll run like you know a series on like you know um like the one i was listening to was uh, it was kind of themed around like women serial killers you know that and he had run that for like 40 minutes i like those stories yeah it's real it's really good i mean and uh, and but but the thing he did last week is he released a new podcast called uh, cabinet of curiosities Using and the um, stacks made me listen to st- it. I'm <laughs> real mad at network. him now. Not all of them are horror though, because I listened to the first episode. No, no, they're well, not. Kind of more. How come the two I decided to listen to were both scare me and like make me want to poop my pants? Because it's called Curiosities. It's pretty much well. It's like well, the Charles Dickens one was really cool. That well, was, the one I are listened these true to stories. Uh, yeah, I mean, or they're, like they're, they're, they're maybe kind of, urban legend, but they're true esque. Like yes. somebody told the story. Yeah, and certainly the people that he um, he's pulling out of history certainly believe what they saw or experienced was true. So he's not. 
it's not like they're just sort of they're not fiction stories. They're they're all taken from history. The one so, I listened which makes to, it creepier. They, yeah, they had ads in a paper. Some company had ads in a paper, and it was for a dice game, and they wanted to sell a bunch on Christmas. Oh, that was and blah, a good blah. one. And the, all the words and like the FBI apparently like came to the per- people that were like promoting it, and they were like, "Why are you here?" And then like all the words and the numbers and stuff added up to Pearl Harbor. Like the coordinates, then, the the time, yeah, and the, then the, and then he was all like, "That wouldn't matter, right?" I mean, it'd be in poor taste, but it doesn't matter. And then he goes, "But it happens to be that this was published November twenty second, nineteen forty one. So technically, it was published before Pearl Harbor happened, and then Pearl Harbor happened, and then the FBI was like, this is kind of weird.' And then like investigated it, and then he kind of left it open ended, which is the part I didn't like because he didn't tell me what he, happened. He does that sometimes, and yeah. uh, I'm all like, "Well, that was kind of weird, but." Well, and the other thing, um, so, okay, so I listened to two of them, and one of them was about Charles Dickens. The other one was about, like, these, well, actually, the two that I listened to had two, like, they're only 10 minutes long, but they were in, like, two parts where it was, like, five minutes and five minutes of, like, one story and then another story, the ones that I was listening to anyway, so they were split up. But, like, I was listening to one that was, like, that one was, this one was pretty interesting, was, like, uh, about, like, a, a shipwreck situation in a channel but then he's oh, talking yeah. about how um that channel shipwrecked a lot so was it the, the same name they or have whatever? the same name and it spans over like a decade but then at the end he's all like but then the weirdest part he's all like you know if you think about it statistically a lot of things crashed a lot of times they had only you know cap- ships capsize and people only had one person and whatever but if you think about like he's all like but the weirdest thing was this one time like a couple years later then two people survived and one of the guy's names was the same name as the other guy like so only one survivor would happen from these capsized stories he's talking about and they all kept having the same name so now through history people are like this guy yeah. lived forever and he kept it was surviving like 50 years later and it was like yeah. it was like and, and and only two people survived and it was howard or James Hughes, Hughes. Something. yeah, something. And, and who was the other guy? It was his nephew, James like, Hughes. Yeah, like, yeah, the? yeah. So the last one is about how it capsizes one more time, but two survivors. And then yeah, it's a dude. And then dude, that one was just like that one was just like that's kind of freaky and like that's just kind of weird. And I guess change your name to James. Like whatever, so, it's kind of like the ghost what, ships you know, on Lake Erie, right? So. so that one was just like that. But like yeah, some of them were like freaking me the fuck out, and now I'm scared and like I'm gonna vomit. Well, <laughs> well, I mean, as far as um, the show goes, and I'll just give you my take on it really quickly, is that I, I think it's fine. Uh, it's super short, but I can't figure out exactly why it exists. It's not any different in content from lore, um, and it's it has Mickey's classic delivery, which, which is completely... driving me crazy. Yeah, he's, he's super robotic. Like, at first, I was like, is, am I listening to Christopher Walken? But then I was like, no, this guy is, like, deciding to pause in the middle of words, <laughs> middle of sentences. That's not a period, sir. That's a, You shouldn't stop there. Like, it was driving me a little crazy because I'm like, what part of the sentence am I in? <laughs> you know, the thing is, I got, and I, I, no, I, he must be, this must be true for most people because I do, you do get kind of, you adjust to it and it's rather kind of soothing because, um, I showed the 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 TV show Lord to um, uh, my wife, and I, I let her take a listen to it. And she was like, "What's going on with the narrator?" Because uh, the show is the show, but they still use Aaron Makey's voice to do the their their narration for the um the television show. And she's like, "Why didn't they replace him?" I'm like, "Well, he's kind of the dude." It feels like it would. It's so it feels like it's very signature, though. It, it absolutely, you know, like it, it, it totally is. It, it would totally be super is. weird. Yeah. 
for for those who are big fans and obviously he's got a following i think it's interesting i think there's always room for stuff like this mm-hmm. i think that it's just it's it is exactly what he's saying it is like you know it's just kind of this cabinet of curiosities it's just kind of like oh op- like open up the podcast and let's see what you find today which i think is cool i haven't seen laura so like if you're saying you know but but this is in this isn't snippets so from what you're saying laura being longer the snippets yeah. are kind of fun um the stories don't really like there's no point necessarily, but they're just kind of like, oh, let's just like it really is like if you were opening up a cabinet and just looking at a lot of oddities, which I think is very cool. But this to me, it didn't feel like something I hadn't seen before. Sure. In fact, it reminded me of Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark, which is a children's novel that Hardly. scared the fucking bejesus out of me when i was a child and so maybe it is better in the sense that i'm an adult now and this is making me want to pee my pants but i feel like if i read scary stories again i'd probably piss myself too (laughs) i just i don't like horror i don't know why as a child i thought i liked horror and read those so they have a special place in my heart but i just really want them far away from me and so you you made me revisit this like <laughs> side of like m- my brain that I had locked away and like put away for good. So I would never remember scary stories again. I don't watch horror. I hate everything about it. <laughs> yeah. And so I hate you today you know, so much. I will say for me as somebody who doesn't listen, I'm sorry, I'm going to admit this on my own podcast, but I don't really listen to podcasts um, because I'm more, I'm more music oriented. So I can't, I can't sit and listen to the same people talk for an hour. Well, like, I'm obsessed. I listen to a lot. Um, yeah, I listen yeah. to no, but I mean, like, so I barely downloaded lot. Stitcher today, by the way, and uh, because <laughs> and new host of podcast, Stax asked me to, to to listen to this one. What I liked about it was it was eight minutes. I didn't have to sure. sit for a long time. I'm very see. The problem is I'm very overactive in my thinking, so you can't hold my attention very much for like. Oh, I zoned down in episode three. I start. I got to I, a third episode. I will and I started say to go like, oh. that that, that may be why I, I it's will a give. Good I will give him credit. Is that the the first episode is eight minutes and it's two stories. I don't know if that's the sound. It, it is. Right. That's exactly how it so, works. It's yeah, like two stories. So yeah. it was a four minute thing, and then the story in it. I was like, what the fuck? And then there was an ad, and then I listened to the second story only because I was like, what the fuck is that? Like that was how my brain worked. Like it's <laughs> it was like I can't shut this off because I haven't listened to the same thing for more than a four minutes. So for me, that's that's how that worked. I, I liked it. I mean, personally, I, I subscribe to some YouTube channels that do this kind of... They do the top five thing, so it's not like one story. You're such it's a millennial, like, dude. He's just uh, like... he's His millennial is showing through so bad uh, right no now. Attention deficit. No, I mean, it's just you, like, like... For the top five thing, I like when it's like a bunch of things, so then I can pick what I want to research No, more. but this is exactly why there's not like... This is exactly why there's like YouTube, like, let me tell you the story of this thing you're not ever going to read is because you millennials cannot sit still for five hey, seconds and listen I, I, to a full I story. Like, I like a long podcast. I mean, I want, I mean, I want 45 minutes at least. I, you know, I, and the problem I have, I'm like, the, the, I, again, the, the, you guys are talking about like getting, like losing your attention, like through the, you know, second episode of, of uh, Cabinet Curiosities. I think I, I lost it more because of his voice than necessarily the time. Frame. Yeah. Yeah. The only I, thing- I listened to the whole thing. Everything he put out, like in the, in one one drive, I'm like the I just kept only going, yeah. the going. only. Oh, thing- you know, you know what though? You saying his voice is soothing. I think maybe that's also why I zoned out because it's annoying to listen to when you're listening to it. But then when like I played the third one and I started to just zone out, I was like, oh, 
no, and like it's just yeah, gone. Yeah, I mean, I again, I like it now. I mean, I mentioned earlier that I, I sincerely believe that I, I wanted to look up to find out if he was like just like a computer AI. I didn't think it was a human being. I'm like, that's that's not a person. Yeah, that's it's, like it's very unhuman. well. I I listen. Mm, but, the only thing I can listen to for an hour is uh. Well, what do you? So, where, where would you guys rank this as a, as a show? I mean, again, I my only issue with it is that it's not really a departure from lore. Um, it's just a shorter version of lore. I was I, I was hoping there would be some kind of unique take on the content of the previous podcast. It's not. It's really not. It's not bad. I mean, it's the same kind of cool. He does great research, and his stories are really yeah. fun. Um, but I I mean, I guess if you if the you know the half hour one is too long for you and you want still want to have the content and you're like i can do eight minutes you know eight to ten minutes sure why not but 30 nah i'm not gonna do that so i think uh maybe that's sell point i think being eight minutes i was i was able to tune in more without feeling that i was having to like i'll probably it's too short for me that's my problem i'll probably go listen to lore because i listened to this for eight minutes and was entertained I think it's, it's, it's a good, good. It's good like introduction. Well, the research is enter- the research makes it entertaining because of all of the effort that you can tell goes into it before he does go into the uh the segment and and do the recording and everything. Because of that, I felt like this is this is really interesting. This person put a lot of effort to it. They didn't just, you know, walk in here and open up some beers and decide to just chat about whatever, talking about their IBS and stuff. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I, I really found the storylines to be, or the, the little snippets to just be interesting pieces of information that it's kind of fun to learn random stuff you didn't know, but am I going to listen to it? Hell to the fuck no, unless he decides to put, like, look, this one's spooky, this one's not. This one will make you shit your pants. This one's just kind of interesting. Like, I just can't yeah. take it. I also have a, I have a little bit of a problem with these kinds of things only because I do a lot of random knowledge searching on my own because I hear something and then I look into it. So, like, in the first episode, he was talking about the Pearl Harbor thing, and I was like, oh, this is interesting. But then the second one was about this computer that they found underwatered off a of Greek island. I'm like, I know this story. So that's my only problem is I do have a lot of random information. Well, if you know a lot of random so information, I, of then fucking don't. do some research before your podcast. Just I, kidding. I did. I just listened to the damn thing. But I'm, I'm just kidding. saying that a lot of like kidding. urban legends and stuff like that, I, I well, know. I, so they're not really a surprise to me. Yeah, well, no. And there, there's a lot of content that um, I'll even shoot by because sometimes he, he's redoing, rehashing stuff that you probably saw on History Channel. You know, and and the, my big problem with his uh his his Amazon show is that it's really nothing more than what you would see on the History Channel with his him narrating. the The podcast is much better, but my my gateway drug into um the nerd universe really was um horror. So I love scary stories. I I love zombie movies. Growing up, I I love scary. I've always loved scary. So there's something really magical about the fact that I can be driving in my car on the 91 freeway. And be afraid, like I'm, I'm like freaking out over ghosts, and I'm in my freaking car with about ten million people around me. You want to see something? That's, that's really, I mean, that's that's great storytelling, and and Mickey's really good at that. So, and and I I will come back to this show because it's it's so quick. Why not? I'll just I just feel like it wasn't much of an addition. Um, I, I I'll I mean I would throw it a I'd give it a maybe a seven five, maybe an eight. You know, if I give it a a, a rating, I gave it an eight. Yeah, I'd give Enjoy it. I'd it. give it an eight, except I'm never going to listen to it again. Okay, let's uh, let's jump into the final segment of our three segment show, and this is the one we don't get to revisit until Claudia shows back up. We 
That's why they need me. Because we sound know. like the only way. That's the only way I get to stay here. We sound like idiots when we I do this. We really do. We sound like a bunch of freaking like mansplaining morons when we do this. <laughs> I can't even listen to it. When I we don't do mansplain. I just, I just feel men know everything. We don't. I'm just kidding. That's not a lie. Yeah, go back and listen to some of the ones where it's just the guys doing this this segment. It's awful. Wait, what's it is this? So <laughs> bad. What's this one? Yeah. How do you um, let go of all the hurt? <laughs> <laughs> no, that's uh, your the title of your autobiography. autobiography. <laughs> Dude, I should write that. And then it'll be one page and it'll just say, you don't. <laughs> Live with it. Uh, about the author. Miserable. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I can sell millions. Gloomito of over there. Gloomito Puentes. I'll, my ghostwriter, Gloomito Puentes. Gloomito Puentes. Oh, my God. You need to make that book. Dude, you need to like create a cover art for that book and just put up that book on the Tiny Table oh, podcast. Edited, edited by Stax it. Racist. <laughs> oh, hey. Uh, hey, hey. That's your ghostwriting. Stax the Racist. Stax the Racist. Um, I, I really do want to keep my other jobs. So. I think everybody would buy that book if it was one page that just said, The Hurt Doesn't Go Away, About the Author, Miserable, Ghostwriter, Clemito Puentes, <laughs> edited by Stax the Racist. Everybody would buy this book. And oh, God. You know, I hate to admit it, but I think you're right. And then they'd be I like, what? It'd, it'd be, be a perfect. social media firestorm. It People would be, be like, the, who the fuck is this guy? It's the perfect It's the perfect um, book to put in your bathroom for when your like friends come over. Yeah. Yes, that's fantastic. And then okay, so let's get <laughs> let's get on to um, mediocre advice from a decent human being. Our nerd advice segment, <laughs> which we haven't done for a while. Again, we're keeping with the unexpected, and you guys may have experienced this, or maybe you haven't. But we're looking at um, if you've ever had a relationship. It doesn't have to be a romantic relationship. It could be a friendship where you're involved. It could be a family member, for that matter, where someone just like. Does a fucking 180 and becomes someone. Four relationships. <laughs> someone becomes completely different than they were, and, yeah. and they just they're just someone else, and you're like, what the hell just happened? And um, and what do you do? You know, um, do you just you do blaze? You are you out or do you try to blaze? Yeah, you might have to blaze. <laughs> um. So I would say the. First, so the first thing you always have, like, I I think the feel, first thing I would always consider is the amount of, like, we've talked about this before, is the amount of time you've already invested into this relationship. How long have you known this person? Because if you've been in a relationship where maybe, like, the first three months are good, like, say that's, a, like, a romantic one, you've been there the first three months are good, and then the person, like, does a 180 and changes into somebody else, like, run, the person's a monster and they weren't able to hide it long <laughs> enough. Um, well, I'll just on that note really quickly, I'll, I'll mention that, um, and this is just so, this is like someone I, I kind of know a couple people removed, but it was a case where, um, it was a couple that had been married for decades and I want to say it was, the wife had, um, second family. No, no, it had uh, hormonal no. changes. Uh-huh. You know, like, uh-huh. um, the change, the change and, uh, and went completely like, yes. like, like. Basically, um, the husband came home, and we're talking about a married couple that, like, loved each other, and she had, like, thrown all the shit out the window, had chained the locks, and said, um, we're we're getting divorced, and get out of my life, and and he was just like, what? What the hell? And he, I mean, and he didn't leave. He said, no, no, we're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna figure this out, and, and, uh, but that, yeah. Um, did they figure it out? They did, yeah. So, uh, so... 
that would be a completely different one. And that was actually my second, my second thought was going to be so, so that's why I'm saying consider the amount of time and effort you've already put into the relationship. Because again, if it's an early relationship and the person won eighties, it means they weren't able to hide their monster long enough Agreed. and they're monsters and you got to run. I'm a monster. Yeah. If it's, yeah. If what I just explained happens over the course of two weeks. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> if it's, if it's a long relationship and something happens, then first I would suggest trying to investigate why that might happen. You might have to talk directly to the person. You might have to just spend a little bit more time figuring it out, maybe talking to other people who know them and love them just as much as you do. Maybe their friends, their other family, whatever it might be, or, you know, or their family, if you're a friend of theirs, Um, because shit happens and you never there's you just never know somebody else's day. You'll, you'll just never have an idea of what somebody else's day was like, because even if you were with them the entire day, you don't know what happened in their mind. You don't know wh- how they interpreted the world around them, even if you walked side by side the entire day together. All of our minds are super different. None of us are mind readers. None of us can figure it out. We also don't understand how one person's chemicals are firing off versus the other person's. So you can be like, that was a great day. And the other person could be like, I've never felt so alone in my life. So just kind of taking things into consideration, like on the daily, maybe you don't know something happened, you know, heaven forbid, like they lost, they lost somebody or um, they're, you know, maybe they went through a breakup if it's not somebody you're romantically in, you know, in a relationship with or whatever. Um, just different things like that. I would first try to investigate. I try to be caring about it and try to be loving about it. However, you can also know people that you've known forever. And then something does snap in their brains that we're not going snapped, you know, murderer style. So I'm not going to get all the way because that's a completely different topic. But yeah, yeah getting violence. Yes, a whole different totally deal. different topic. Yeah. But but something does snap in their brains and all of a sudden they've completely changed on you. This happens the most that uh, I see it is actually I guess the most that I have had experience to it is through. Um, long-term uh, marriages. Somebody loses their mind. It always takes two to tango. Things could have led up to it. But again, you could walk the same line as somebody else and have experienced a completely different day than that person. So you just never quite know. But relationships can just kind of some, it didn't change in a second, but you might've felt like it did and gotten blindsided. Um, especially with like, you know, people cheating, stuff like that. That always feels like a flip. That feels like a flip. Mm -hmm. Um, And it might be, they might've never done it before, but I would say in that case, again, it's completely up to you. It's super personal. How long have you known the person? How much of an investment do you want to make into this friendship? Um, I, I think I've told the story of a friend that I had before that kind of like fooled me three times before I was like, that's it. We're like, this is not cool and I'm leaving. But I did give her the benefit of the change that she was going through new job, new body because she had like gotten fit and everything lots of different confidence but maybe it was fake confidence you know maybe she was just trying to feel out this new like outer shell um but things like that and like now i just recently found out that like you know she just got married and she seems like she's happy she seems like her old self i don't want to know that person anymore but you know i don't know what she was going through in that time and look i didn't want to be a part of it anymore but it doesn't mean that somebody else i know that there's people that we mutually know that are still her friends. And I'm sure she's still a lovely person, the lovely person I originally met. Um, But it is just kind of like, how much do you want to put into it? That's where you've got to go. However, if it's something that's harming you, 
get the fuck out right away. If it is not helpful to you how this person 180 and switched and completely went in another direction, just just run for your own sake. You don't, <laughs> there's a saying in uh, Spanish that it's, you know, better to be alone than in bad company. So just kind of always keep that with you because you're better I'll off. I'll just alone. tell you right now, I'm a fucking monster. So, well, <laughs> I mean, yeah, I now, now on this issue of surprises, is it OK uh, for you to change? Like so you're in, you're in a relationship and say you're interested and uh, they're you're not exactly maybe what they want. Never change. So you and you become someone else. You you changing's for chumps. Become become someone else right. to, to accommodate Look, you know what the the expectations of the new relationship. I'm gonna I'm gonna Is put that? my two cents on this one right now. I hung out with a girl for a little bit who lies, uh, and and in the end probably had borderline personality disorder. I'm never gonna change this. That was fucking crazy. So you gotta really. If you're going to change, it's not going to be major. It would have to be minor, I would say. Uh, like, I don't like, um, let's say, I don't like... Uh, Having fun. Smiling. No. no. <laughs> exercise. Yes. The sunshine. I don't like exercise. No, but, no, but, but uh, I, I... I don't I, like exercise. And if I had a, if I had a <laughs> girlfriend or something who was like, look, I want to join a gym and I want you to come, blah, blah. I'd be like, look. I'll go, but you can't make me do all these classes and stuff that I don't want to do. That would be actually a change for me to go and do something. But I'd say the change is limited. The change is not personality driven. So I was gonna say if somebody, I think that your, I think that your other half, um, if it's a, if it's a romantic relationship, or actually if it's a friendship, if it's, if it's a anything, I think people around you should always change you for the better. Actually, I feel like. Change is a really good thing. It's how we grow. It's how we evolve. But you have to be okay with the change. And you have to feel like that change is something that, you know, we we all change at different points in our lives, at different stages. We change on the daily. And so yeah, I, yeah. I don't think there's anything wrong with changing with somebody. It's it's that expression of growing. You either grow together or you grow apart. So So I think changing is totally fine as long as that change is making you fulfilled and you personally happy without the other person in the picture. Maybe that person's just kind of bringing you into this change that you've kind of wanted. Change should also not isolate you. Yeah, it should never be isolating. Well, yeah, I mean, it's a matter of honesty. I mean, I think it's one thing to say that you, you're you willing to try something new and uh, and even change. I and mean, people do change over time. I mean, the, the expectation that the partner that you're with, whether it's a friend or your wife or your boyfriend or girlfriend, they're not going to be the same No, over the, the course of a relationship. It won't be that's, the same from yesterday to the day, next day. I yes. haven't changed since I was two years old learning how to walk. Yes, you have. But, no, but you used to smile more. But well, then I've changed for the better. If you're in, in, if you're, if you're like pretending to be someone else, Lumito Puentes. to to try to to accommodate someone that you're with, you're just going to make yourself unhappy. Totally, and and, uh, and you're going to make that person unhappy when they find out that you've just been dishonest the whole time. Anyways, it'll come out if yeah. it's not making you happy. It's gonna find. And you're its probably way both out. terrible people though, too. No, <laughs> thanks, thanks, Maya. Wow. 
Um, but I'm yeah, saying, I would hey. say, I would say, you know, notice it. Notice if the change is good for you, if it's making you happy to take different steps. Because look, in order, in order to change, there is discomfort. There's always going to be discomfort when you are changing a habit, and so it's okay to be a little uncomfortable. It's okay to compromise, and like you know. I know that my husband has now, you know, gotten a little more gung ho on the gym because I dragged him to it. Now he drags me to it. And that's okay. Like, you know, it's good that he changed because it makes him feel better, too. You know, we we made this commitment, but it makes him feel better as well. But like that was something that we both were like you were saying, we're willing to do it. And that's just that's so surface. But you know what I'm saying? It's just kind of a very like. We had to decide, you know, if we wanted to make this overall change. Oh or yeah, not. yeah, and th- and that's all out out in the open. Now, the, before we wrap this up, I, I just have to ask: Has anybody in this room had an experience with someone that you dated at some point that just, com- or, or even a friend who completely turned out to be someone that you did not expect? There was like an actual turning point where, like, what the fuck yeah. just happened? Yes. yes, I've dropped all of those friends. Yeah. So if you're asking me about keeping them, <laughs> yeah, I've had that and I've dropped them, but also I will say I've I've been that person to other people where I just completely changed probably in their eyes too. You know, looking back on it, I'm probably the one that does it. Um I have a codependency issue, so if anybody I, knows what that is, that's a I, bad thing. I hate to say this though, man, but you are who you are. I, I, there, there's never been a point where I'm like, if someone is surprised by something you do, Milo, I'd be uh, like, that's their, <laughs> that's that. I'd. You'd be surprised. I think it's more the opposite sex that gets this from me because uh, guy to guy, like I'm not that. I don't. I'm not romantically attracted to men, so they don't see a lot of difference. Oh, maybe in me. you should be. Maybe I don't know. Maybe it'll be easier. Yeah, probably. Um, so, but I'm not. I'm not attracted to men, so they don't see that side of me. But I do get. But yeah, I mean, I, I get possessive and I get jealous, and it's been pointed out to me a lot more recently. And uh, it is something that I need to work on. Granted, I've never been with a woman who was worth really like, but my time, and I think they had their own issues too. So it didn't really work out either. It wouldn't have never worked out even if I was completely healthy. No, I mean I haven't but, had a lot of these, but I, I certainly have at least one relationship where you know there there is the, everyone talks about the kind of the um, the honeymoon period where everyone's mm-hmm. sort of on their best behavior, and um, and obviously that doesn't last forever. But yeah, I, I think maybe once I had one person that just shifted so far away from the honeymoon period that it was like whoa you know it's just like shocking you're a monster yeah Yeah, and then hung around way too long after the fact so i'm I'm just the the problem with me is i'm not a i'm not uh i tend to be passive aggressive very passive aggressive and so i'll put up with a lot of shit until i don't anymore that's my issue so like i'll let a lot of things slide and then i'll just keep that in the bank until you owe me something and that's no bueno so but, I but, tend so, to be, but Cloud, you're you're saying that it it's okay to cut loose. It's super okay to if they're bad company, cut them loose. I will also say one other thing: the this is not to play gender roles, but just a truth of our anatomy and biology. Not of anatomy, but our biology. Women go through way more hormonal changes just in the cycle of a month sure. than men ever will. We handle it differently every single month. And the more we're comfortable with the guy, the more that that might actually seem like changes. So 
I would just say like and and look, there's guys out there who are super have like a lot of oh like God. hormones and stuff yep. too. So I'm not trying to play it as like a gender thing, but it's just a truth of our biology that we go through way more like hills and valleys, you know, throughout our month. Um, but like because for instance, most people see me as a pretty uh, you know, I seem like a pretty happy person, pretty like outgoing for the most part. If you catch me in the right spot, um, if you're if you're seeing me in a, like a big party, you probably won't see the outgoingness unless I've had a couple beers. But you know, a small party, you'll see me be outgoing, talkative, whatever. You know, I teach classes, you'll see me be positive and happy and everything like that. At work, I always put on a smiley face. I always put on a face of confidence and everything. But if you get me at home, I'm completely different. So I think anybody who has ever spent more time with me will eventually see that change. I think that's true of a lot of people. You'll eventually see a change. And whether it be a really big difference or not has a lot to do with the personalities. And again, it's just like, does does that person's at home personality affect you in a bad way? Or is it just like, hey, that person changes when they're at home? Well, actually, to touch on what you said about uh, not to do with gender, but just in general science. Uh, and this is just a side note because I thought it was interesting because I learned it a little while ago. But the reason women live longer in most countries, I think there's only one country where they don't live longer. I think it's... Uh, America? No, it's like <laughs> South America or something like that. But uh, in a place where they... Uh, everywhere, pretty much, they live four to three years longer than men. And science shows that women live longer than men, not because of any kind of disease or anything, but men are less important to the emotional development of children. So they don't really matter. So they're just basically there to like spread their seed and then the women do all the emotional work. So, like, scientifically. So that's why women live longer. Because they're more important to stay in your life longer than the men are. We so just, that we, makes sense. We are sense wired. We are just wired to, to be yeah, that men, men are just, they're, they're, and they're weaklings. I'll tell you right now. <laughs> they cannot. And we can't handle anything. Yeah, we're, children we, scares we the are, shit out of me. We're whiners. We just, yeah. I'm, I'm just like... My I'm, back hurts right now, and I'm going to complain about it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, th- being a, a... Guys are the biggest pee. bitches ever. <laughs> so, yeah. We, we don't know. We, we don't know what the hell is going on. But, yeah, don't be afraid to cut anybody loose that yeah. surprises you in a way that's negative towards you, no matter what it is. You do you. You take care of yourself. So, it's just like when you're in an airplane, you put your oxygen mask on first, and then you help others. And so, if somebody's taking away from you drop them get rid of them if they scare if they like if their switch scares you in any way and it doesn't have to be scared like violence or anything but it just kind of like totally is like this is not who i thought this person was this isn't who i want to be around look it even if it happens 40 years down the line uh, i would say look into what's happening what's going on was there a trauma in the life is there something that they never got over because also um things from a mental standpoint mental health standpoint things can change decades later so you should just kind of you know if you care about the person maybe just kind of try to get an understanding communicate with them and if the communication isn't there nothing's working and it is damaging your life look there's there's nothing you can't help we cannot we cannot make decisions for others so back off awesome okay guys well hey that was i think a pretty excellent uh, reintroduction to Meteor Good Advice. That was (laughs) excellent so good to have you back yay now it'll just take three years before she comes back no. Uh, no, no, I'm going to force her back for some of the interviews we got coming up. No. I got to pee. <laughs> <laughs>
Well, th- thank you very much ag- again, guys, for joining us again here at Tiny Table 3. It was I great to have the uh, TT3OG back in the house. Very, Yay. very cool. Ooh, where have you been around the tiny oh, table? God, so I know we, we, we got the old table out. <laughs> we pulled that shit out of yeah. the closet. We dusted it off. We shined it up. We got you guys sitting at the tiny table. Oh, man. So it, cool. was, it felt so good. My butt feels nice over here. <laughs> um, so you guys have a great time at Comic-Con if we don't uh, if we don't catch up before that. Yeah. Uh, you know, Comic Con's coming up. That's yep. a cool, yeah. fun thing to Next do. Next week, yep. And um, also, you know, go go see Skyscraper because The Rock is selling me hard on this one. That's my final thought. <laughs> oh, God, looks so bad. But I know how but it's wonderful. The Rock, the Rock, man. I know, I know. It's The Rock. And he's selling me so hard with all of his <laughs> Instagram <laughs> stories. Yeah, well, don't forget to check us out at tinytable3.com. And, of course, check us out on our YouTube channel. We've been a little bit uh, negligent on our YouTube channel. We had to get back to it. It's amazing that you guys are still subscribing to that damn thing. We haven't been on it we for ages. Um, we have, well, I, I have more job obligations, so... But we are continuing to update content. Stags we'll be, had to get a real job. I got job. a real job. He I had know. to adult. It's terrible. I no, hate, I hate I just, it. I hate it. I'm just too unemployed to do anything. <laughs> I'm going to make uh, Milo start to update everything. Um, check us out at tinytable3.com, of course, for new articles. I'm going to be putting up a new one, hopefully, this weekend. And uh, we will see you guys when we return from Comic-Con next week with the reports. And hopefully um, watch our Twitter feed because we're going to be checking out um, so many new things out there. Marvel isn't there, but, of course, uh, Warner Brothers is, as is Sony and um, the uh, the Adult Swim uh, day at uh, the Indigo Room, Indigo Room looks so good. And uh, <sighs> okay. please, everybody, buy me Golden Girls swag. Because there's Golden Girls. There is. There's a skateboard deck with the Golden Girls on it. I need everything. uh, Golden Girls. Thanks for being a friend. (laughs) Have a great week. Not even the right tone. (laughs) Well, I know, but I'm just. Thank you for being a friend. I didn't want to get sued, but okay. (laughs) (laughs) Pretty good excuse. (laughs) That was me. We might have to edit that one. All right. Bye, everybody. Bye. 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 Never read a book from front to back of page to page. Never read a book from front to back of page to page. Front to back. Never read a many, not a single one.